Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. guys welcome to an all-new episode of 9021 omg i'm with my lovely hosts it's j it's t and it's s and we're here today with you hi everybody wow that was such an intro i know i was trying to get some energy here what's up girlies just chilling i mean it's summertime you know it's hot it's hot here it's hot it's hot everywhere we can't complain though sis is Pregs. I'm so pregs. I, and I'm and running so hot these days. It's like a battle at my house. I want the house at like 68 and my whole family has like sweaters on. <laughs> uh, welcome to our life at our age. We always want it at 68 <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Good point. 
Yeah, my body's doing crazy things. Like I'm cold and then I'm hot and then I'm cold and then I'm hot. I don't know what's happening with my body. Same. Same. Just saying, ladies, things get exciting. Yeah. I mean, if it is in fact menopause for us, I wish we could just think of a new name. Like I hate that it's men. Oh, a pause. You know what, you're or right. pause. Like I don't need to pause. Right. You're you're just getting better. No pause. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. How, how do we rename that? Yeah, it needs to be like a new you. Something positive. <laughs> that sounded like a cult. The new you. The new Something you Kelly would join. Today. <laughs> I think Kelly did join a cult named The New You. What was it? I the, forget the name something of Something about evolution or the new <laughs> evolution or something, right? Oh, what? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. I can't wait till we get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have uh, a new episode this week. It is episode 12, Down and Out of District in Beverly Hills. It aired on October 17th, 1991. Synopsis, Brandon's good deed turns into a bad seed for Andrea as it grows into the possibility of her expulsion from West Beverly. Hi. Meanwhile, Steve is unwittingly dating a girl only in it for gold. Mm. Directed by Charles Braverman. Written by Karen Rosen, Darren Starr, and Allie Adler. This episode had two like prominent storylines happening and Usually it's like an A and a B storyline. So I kind of thought that the A storyline was Andrea's story because it seemed pretty mm-hmm. important. It opened on Andrea walking through the halls of best, uh, of West Beverly in her birthday suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever had those dreams? The, yeah. the, the being naked in front of people dreams? Uh-huh. Do you have? I think so. Mine was always like uh, being in the school play and it was opening night and I didn't know any of my lines. But I'm sure I've had a naked one. Have you? I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of dreams. I'm sure I'm naked in a good half of them. Really? What about the night before you have to film like a hot and heavy scene? Do you lose sleep the night before? Are you nervous? No, it doesn't matter. I mean, it kind Mm. of... Depends on if it, you know, I, I don't think I would lose sleep over it. Nah, I don't, I don't remember losing sleep over like kissing scenes or anything. Definitely, you know, wanted to look my best that those days. Shave my Wait. legs, for example. <laughs> no, <laughs> just make sure it's all looking good. <laughs> as good as I can get it. <laughs> um, Wait, sis, have you ever had uh, like a, a dream like with any interaction with Ryan? Sorry, no, God, never. God, no, just because you never. guys work together. Mm-mm, never have. But during my pregnancies, I have dreams. I haven't had them recently, but it was very early on. I had dreams of all my exes. And it happened when I was pregnant with the twins three years ago. And it happened again with this pregnancy. That's like weird. Exes from high school caught like just hot and heavy, like graphic. Like I wake up and I feel guilty. Like I'm, I look at my yeah. husband and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't like, do it. It wasn't me. Yeah. That's interesting. 50 shades of Sissony. No, only when I'm pregnant. <laughs> only when you're pregnant. That's, hmm, we, we got to look that up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Andrea's walking down the hallway and everybody's making fun of her. They're saying, oh my gosh, she's naked. She's naked. And everybody's reactions are so cute. But do you remember Tor doing those naked, uh, like anything where you had to look naked on camera and you have to wear the, the most hideous flesh colored, either booby sticky things or like a 
bandeau around your boobs that just smushes them, makes them look really unattractive on top of it. So you're standing basically in your underwear in front of, you know, 90 or so lovely crew members and extras and everything uh, in a, in a flesh colored tube top. In hindsight though, I really appreciate those days because our bodies were on point. Like we, (laughs) it was, we were freaked out then, but now like I look back, I'm like, Oh, I should have been like, I'll just do it with nothing on. Like, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, remember it's so we were so young that like grant that we called them granny panties. So they would have like the flesh colored granny panties mm-hmm. because we would actually wear like thongs or G strings then. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I in BH90210, I had to do a scene. You had to do a scene with Jason. I had to do a scene with Brian. And I just wore like from here down spanks. I feel like I had a scuba, a flesh colored scuba <laughs> suit on and I didn't well, care. At least it was flesh colored. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, she really looked naked, Andrea. I, the camera kept like kind of dipping down, and I was like, oh, oh, oh we're gonna see her. <laughs> you know, oh, nope, nope, never saw anything bad. Never saw like the line of the, you know, fake skin thing or anything. We have to ask her what she wore in that. We need like the red phone, like at, at the White House. We need a phone to be able to get in touch with anyone at any given time to be like, can you check check what. Fact check this, sorry. What if she was like, I don't care. I'll just stand here naked. <laughs> She's always, she has the best body, by the she way. She probably would have been the one of us to to do that, to be like, oh, I don't care. Just, I'll just take my shirt off. Do you have that <laughs> <Yeah>. option? <laughs> sure. I why not? Know. You do? Do you think guess, some right? people do? I mean, I know that there are actors out there who don't mind just getting naked and yeah. in front of the crew or whatever. Like there's people that just don't this, they're not, you know, caught up about it. But, uh, and also like, I I know Dory and I are like this, uh, I'll change my clothes in front of anyone because just take them off and put something else on because we're so used to changing our clothes for wardrobe fittings in front of, you know, four or five people standing there staring at you or doing their job or whatever they're doing. So it does, it doesn't even feel weird to, change my clothes in front of people <laughs> is that all if you have bra and underwear on yeah or or just bare tits whatever it takes you know really you okay. just get so used to it that it's just like it's a time issue too you're just like oh whatever we yeah, gotta all hurry. do this like mm-hmm. hurry and then the mic you know like for sound they come and they're putting the mics and they're always like sorry and you're just like fine yeah <laughs> what does that say about us like it just says we want to do our jobs and go home. Like, get it over yeah, with. It says you're <laughs> professional is what it says. I got so lazy in the last, like, two or three seasons of 90210 that instead of – I would finish makeup and hair. And instead of walking to the set into my dressing room, I would ask wardrobe to just bring my clothes into the makeup trailer. Mm-hmm. And I would change in front of everyone, everyone. So I would just go right to set. Yep. Guys, girls, didn't matter who was in there. Nope. Nope. So it's safe to say all you, all of you have seen each other naked at some point. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen. I'm not seen the guys naked. Mm-mm. No, they're always shirtless. What if the guys were in the makeup room? There, there's always shirtless. Yeah, and to do like body makeup or stuff, they would mm-hmm. be shirtless. Oh yeah, no, back then they were just shirtless. Just <laughs> Luke was always yeah, never shirtless. wore a shirt. Luke uh-uh. never. Ian didn't like wearing shirts either. Jason wore shirts. Brian wore shirts. I feel like they didn't. <laughs> yes. They didn't walk around. <laughs> Their ninnies hanging funny. out. 
Nope. I mean, we weren't mad at like Luke walking around without no. a shirt or iron. Like Mm-mm. they look great. It, was it like, felt okay. normal, right? It felt normal for him to not have a shirt on because we saw him so often without a shirt on. Yeah. I feel like he hated wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like he'd be outside in the parking lot and stuff just without a shirt. Always. Well, when you look that good. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I think that, you know, Brandon was really trying to do something sweet for Andrea, which was nice. It was weird. Andrea walks in and she's go into the newspaper office and she's she sees Brandon and um, mm-hmm. Emily there, who Emily doesn't even have any lines in this whole episode. But she's in that one scene mm-hmm. just canoodling with him in the newspaper office, which really drives Andrea nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Brandon was dressed differently in that scene. Like, I've never seen him in a dark button-down shirt. And I was like, oh, is that a conscious choice on wardrobe's part to make, like, oh, he's with Emily now. He's trying to be a little more, like, alternative goth. Like, I don't know. But you know, like, when – because they kind of had feelings for each other probably right away, Jason and Christine. So he probably was a little more specific about, like, looking (gasps) – just great, you know, on those days when she was going to be there. But I felt like in general, it was noticeable to me that Jason Brandon looked really good in this episode. Like his hair was always like perfect. His little sideburns were starting to really develop. Like Mm -hmm. get that like forward motion (laughs) going. (laughs) Well, second season, he was blowing up. But I think you're right. Christine kind of said like, you know, they were friends first and didn't really happen immediately. I think you're right. I think he really liked her immediately then. Where was your guys' popularity at this stage, do you think? You're starting, like, like the guys are starting to feel themselves because oh, yeah. they're becoming more popular. Say and, that again? Like, they're starting to I'm feel just, themselves. <laughs> she just wanted to hear that again. Yeah, yeah I uh, knew you yeah. did. No, definitely. Everyone, everyone's realizing at this point the show's popularity, I think. And it's uh-huh. probably affecting all of us in different ways. Who knows? But... They were definitely feeling themselves at that feeling point. Themselves. Yeah, they got their mojo. <laughs> one more time, you guys. Say it one more time. Uh, <laughs> I want to feel myself. <laughs> that song, I Touch Myself. That was a good song. Oh, man, remember that song? I loved that song. <laughs> that was such a good excuse when you're out dancing to actually, like, do it and, and be like, oh, our boy's watching. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so... A fun, um, a fun throwback from that scene when Andrea and Brandon are in the newsroom is she's holding negatives. And I, think, right. I don't know that kids these days know what negatives like are. film strips. Right. And, film for uh, photos. I saw that. I was like, what is that? Oh, that's what that used to look like before. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And you would save them? Like you're going to go yeah. back and develop them one day? Yeah. <laughs> My kids found some of mine recently in an old box of photos, and uh-huh. Stella goes, what is this? <laughs> it's like floppy. I was so traumatized. I couldn't even well, answer. Back in the day, you had to go to a Rite Aid, and you had to get your pictures developed there, and it would take an hour, and then you'd get them, and then they'd give you a whole stack of negatives with it. <laughs> what are you supposed Just to do with Just in case. Just should, in case you want to go back and reprint them. You should have done like a DIY project with them. Made some like cool. I know. That would be really good. You could well, probably do like a cool lamp with them. A lamp? Yeah. Like a shade yeah, on like, the shade? Like on the shade. Like the shade be the negative. So when you turn the light on, it like oh, you can see okay. all the pictures. Good idea. We're going to do that for your little office, okay? I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But Brandon's <laughs> just trying to do something nice by like helping, you know, giving mm-hmm. getting Andrea some accolades, some credit for all the amazing articles she wrote writes for mm-hmm. the paper. And and he I think it was a big oops moment for him. I don't you know, this didn't seem like it was intentional. He had no idea what he was, you know, exposing her secret address. Yeah. To right. the and he was and he was like, I put your grandma's address. We're fine. Yeah, he really messed things Poor up. Poor guy. Oops. I know. But she was so that they, they send that reporter over, which was weird for me because I thought he was going there to just like interview her and talk about what a great writer she was and how the story developed and, you know, talk about her in a, in, in, in a good way. But he he just goes right in there and he he's getting super nosy and personal. Like, where do you sleep? Is that a fold-out couch? Do you... This weird decor for a kid your age. Like, why? So insulting. I don't even know why it took that turn. What It did. Um, but Lainey Kazan. Lainey oh, my God. Lainey Kazan. That, uh, I remember that was a big deal when mm-hmm. she came on because she was, like, one of the – was she the first, like, super, like, old, like old, old school star that came mm. on our show? I feel like it, yeah. I mean, she – that was probably in, in my – Looking back on it, probably one of the best pieces of casting for the whole series was having Lainey Kazan as Andrea's Grandma Rose. I thought we all were like, wow, she's she's something. It's true. And whether you're young or old, like you knew Lainey Kazan. Like that was like a big deal. And then she went on, obviously, to do my big fat Greek wedding and kind of uh, reinvent herself. But she's so amazing. And was she supposed to come back or did she come back? I can't remember. I feel like she was on more than one episode. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Not for sure, for sure, but we're not there yet, but she's so great piece of casting. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Grandmas don't lie. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm not going to lie for you. And I kind of could understand why she would say that or where she was coming from, but she seemed a little, I, I don't know, unforgiving. Just too stubborn. Yeah. A little bit strong yeah. about that point. Right. And then she still had the family beef she was holding on to. Yeah. Just old lady stubbornness. Oh, grandma. Everyone's got everyone's got a family member like that in their family. <laughs> everyone's let got some go. family beef. Let it I know. Go. They won't let it go. And it's over. They don't even know why they're fighting anymore about whatever it is. But I really did like her apartment. I got to say all the little tchotchkes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your vibe? No. <laughs> yeah, no. no. This is my grandma vibe, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like she looked young for a grandma? I don't, but a lot of people are saying that. I don't feel like a she looked young. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Well, I guess compared to nowadays, like my kids, when they think of a grandma, they think of someone with gray hair and, you know, someone old. Like, so yeah, she was like spruced up. Mm-hmm. You guys ever think about when you're going to be a grandma? <laughs> I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, because here's why. My girls are a little older. And my oldest, but they're so so young. No, but my oldest is twenty four. I had a baby when I was twenty three. So these okay, things okay, could yeah. happen. And I also I have a lot of friends that uh, that I golf with that are grandmas, and so they talk about <laughs> being a grandma a lot, and <laughs> so I'm around that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I think about it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be <laughs> a cool ready. grandma. I'm gonna be a cool be a grandma. grandma. Yeah, I'm gonna do my best. What do you think they'll call you when you're a grandma? Grandma? <laughs> that's, like, that's so awesome. That's so cliche. This is your chance to like, you know, have whatever name you want. You could be Tima or 
Tima, so cute. Aww. Clearly, Jenny's given a lot of thought oh my God. to this. Wait, <laughs> she has her name. The kids out. call your mom Mimi, right? My mom's Mimi. Yep. Oh, that's cute too. I don't want to be Mimi. No, no. What do you want to be? Grandmother. Oh God, no! That sounds like a scary movie. Grandmama. What's so wrong with that? That's what I am. Um, Grandmother. No, I don't know what I want to be. I want to be called. I don't know. My mom tells like always signs cards to the kids and tells them like she's Grandma Candy. I'm like, they don't have any other grandmas that are alive. Like, <laughs> you don't have to say Candy. Like they know it's you. And she still is like, it's Grandma Candy. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cute funny. though. Jen, you could be a glamma. A glamma? No, I don't want to be glamma. I know glamma. Oh, not good. No, I feel like it's you're just, gonna say I would be a glamma, right? I don't think you'd be a glamma. A glamma is one that's it's really what? doesn't want to embrace being a grandma, but mm-hmm. still living oh. living the life of like, woohoo, look no. at me. Mm-hmm. No, my mom is Nana to my kids. Nana. That sounds so old. That is like an old Saint Bernard. <laughs> that's what you call. I know. Yeah, from Wasn't Peter that, Pan. Yeah, Peter Pan. Nana. Dog's name Nana. I like Nana. it though. That's oh it's just so, it sounds so old. No, <laughs> you need something hip. I've never had a family reunion. So because I have so many kids, that's what I'm looking forward to is having huge like family reunions and like celebrate yeah. holidays and cooking and entertaining. Like that'll be fun. We've talked about bedazzling rocking chairs. We have talked about that, mm. but we're not there yet. No, not, no. not there so yet. young, fine. And then, okay, so that's the A storyline, Andrea yeah. and her right. address issues, which is pretty, pretty big deal to her. I mean, she compares it to the, well, she doesn't mean to, but she accidentally compares it to the Holocaust for her grandma, which was a little weird. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that. Um, but we have our B storyline too, which is Steve meeting, conveniently meeting this gorgeous hubba hubba blonde in the peach pit. I know. He must be like, oh, it's my lucky day. I got my car shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> and his hair. God. Did you notice his hair was real, like, perfection? Not a strand out of place. You know what? Maybe there was a new hair person on this episode. Brandon, Steve, like, maybe someone else doing the guys. Could be. Mm, we had they a did lot it of look people. Good. A lot of people in and out of that trailer. Right out of the gate. I was like, who is this girl? She is gorgeous. She gave me, um, you know, what are the, uh, the a- Allie from the Karate Kid vibes. Totally. Yes. I thought that was her for a minute and just very similar, like, like accessible, gorgeous girl vibes. Like I, mm-hmm. every boy has a crush on this girl. I, I was watching Effortless. it. Yeah. I was watching it last night and my husband was like, oh, that girl, that I used to have a huge crush on her. I'm going to, you know. Uh, yeah, I used to have a, a huge crush on her because, and we were trying to figure out what it was from. And he remembers Jennifer Runyon from um, her role in Ghostbusters. Oh yes, I loved her in Ghostbusters. I want to ask her about that. Yeah, like I feel like in the eighties, like every boy had a crush on her. Well, she's gonna be with us. Today. I know. We can tell her all about it. You can tell her that your husband had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> But I felt like she was a, she was like, you know, a great 
fit for Steve. I was yeah. thinking, what this? They are a perfect couple together. They look so great together. They have such great chemistry. I thought maybe this was going to go somewhere, and then it took a turn. They did. They look like Barbie and Ken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was just trying to replace his broken heart from Kelly and pick yeah, another Kelly's blonde, not having it. Kelly's so. annoyed and doesn't want to see them making out. But jealous. do you think, okay, so right out of the gate, you think Kelly's jealous or is she like has some sort of sixth sense about this girl? That too. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. But, but not both. jealous. I don't not feel like jealous. she wants to be. Yeah. Bit like, Ugh, <laughs> what's happening over there? Like, you know, when you see an ex making out yeah. with someone else, it's kind of disturbing. And also like in your friend group, you're, you're possessive of your friends, even your yeah. guy friends. You're like, who is that type of thing? Absolutely. You see at the end of the episode, like, you know, you clearly are there for Steve. Yeah. Kelly is. <laughs> because she ends up being right. So I got to tell you That's guys, true. I know we're going to be talking to Jennifer, but the scene in the jewelry store, can I jump to that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Blew my mind. Jen, I don't know if you remember this. This happened to Ian in real life. What? Yes. And I know I'm not going to get the facts straight. So excuse, like, it's not going to be 100%. He was dating a girl. And uh, they did some test. I feel like the guys were involved. And they're like, oh, you got to do this. Take her to a jewelry store for an engagement ring. They were going to get engaged possibly or a promise <sighs> ring. I'm not sure. And then he picked out something really small and gave it to her. And she was like, that's all. It literally was almost verbatim to the scene. Okay. So it did the scene happen first or did yeah, that yeah. happen in real life first? Because if it hap- if he did that because he had a scene about it in real life, I would, I would think he's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to say it happened after this. Mm. I kind of feel like it too, because before was, yeah, I don't remember. I think there was only one girlfriend before. Oh my goodness. Right. It was his, Sherry. Sherry. That he had been with since, Sherry. Sherry. And they had been, yes. And she was always on set and she was Mm -hmm. like this nice girl from New Jersey. They went to school together. So it was after this. It was after he got popular and he dated his girl. I know he, she had brown hair, so I know it wasn't his first wife, Nikki. Um, well, it's kind of smart. I mean, he's popular now, famous actor guy. You know, he's rolling in the dough, supposedly. So he's got to, you know, protect his assets. <laughs> he's got to make sure that the girl's in it for the right reasons. And if he's questioning yeah. it, why not give her a little test like that? Yeah, and I, I I feel like everyone was like, this girl's no good for you. And he was like, no, no, no. I feel like he was devastated. Like, he thought it would be fine. It was like kind of proving to the guys this will be okay. Yeah. And I don't know. We have to ask that's him That's fascinating. It. I can't believe you remember that. That's so good. Was this ever an issue for any of you? The I'm only with you because you're famous or I'm only with you because of your money or you always kind of had like your guard up when you dated people? Mm-hmm. I mean, not so much like you're in it for the money, but just mm-hmm. like you're in it for the the good time, the sparkles, the high, you know, the spotlight of the fun life and the, you know, all the perks that go along with that. Do you really like me? Which is so weird because yeah. in this episode, which I kind of was poignant for me when Steve at the end goes and to Andrea and asks her, why do you like me? Like, why do you like me? Mm Because he started to 
question like his worth you know this girl did that to him and mm-hmm. he felt he, he didn't really understand why so he went to his friend and said i think that's such a cool thing to be able to go to a friend and say why do you like me i've always been curious like don't you want to ask people like what is it do, why do you like me it's good to know those mm-hmm. things like what are your mm-hmm. attributes as a person as a friend and and i thought it was really interesting that he and so vulnerable and sweet that he asked her why do you like me it was really cute i love when steve has vulnerable moments yeah he was great in this episode yeah he was and they had like i said they had great chemistry they moved real fast though he took her on the first when they meet he takes her back to her house into his bed to watch the hartley house (laughs) like wow even I was I like, hmm, I don't think this is, my Kelly senses were coming out. I was getting a little jealous and a little protective. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was just going to drive her home, you know, Mm-mm. innocent. But then she had to bring up the Hartley house. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's my, my in. Let's go. That's my in. Yep. That's, <laughs> I, I got this now. But yeah, she she turned out to be. What do they call it? A gold digger. Gold digger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In it for the gold, not the turquoise bracelet. No. Nope. And at the end of the episode, he tried to give the turquoise bracelet to Kelly, right? Yes. Yeah. That was classy that yeah. she refused it. Well, okay. First was kind of weird. Like, uh, I bought this for someone else. I don't know what to do with it. Here, you take it. <laughs> well, he didn't say that, but Kelly knew. How'd she know? Because he yeah, had just broken he... up with that girl, and he, all of a sudden he has this piece of jewelry, and so she, she was like, "I'm no, I don't want this piece of jewelry that you b- clearly bought for someone else." I think she just he didn't like, like it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was cute. I had a boyfriend once that gave me a pair of turquoise earrings. First of all, he I didn't have my ears pierced back then, so I was like, "Oh, way to know me." <laughs> Strike um, one. Wait, yeah, that's so, so funny that you say that because in this episode you're wearing earrings, and I, I. Honestly, was like, hey, I thought her ears weren't pierced. They look like they go right through your little ears, but they didn't. Really? Those no, were- they they used to always make me wear clip-ons. And I'd be like, I feel weird in earrings. But they're like, no, you need earrings. Yeah, they, they do. They hurt. Clip-ons hurt, too. Oh, the worst. Give you a headache. Yeah. Well, this guy gave me turquoise earrings, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I felt like it was a gift that was, like, reused or something. Like, he just had it, or it was, like, his mom's or something, probably, <laughs> and he'd, like, put it in a box, and, like, here you go. I never wore them. Note to I self, couldn't. never give her turquoise Turquoise earrings? earrings? Nope. I yeah. like turquoise now, though. Now, yeah. But in the 90s, yeah. Like, now, like, everything's coming back, and it's, like, cool vintage jewelry, but, like, turquoise wasn't in then, which is crazy. Not a 90s thing. Yeah, she wanted like the diamonds, straight up diamond. Sapphires. Yeah, skip the gold. Yeah, diamond. You guys, so very exciting. We have with us today, waiting in the waiting room, um, the actress who played Christine, Jennifer Runyon, is going to be joining us right after the break. <laughs> Hey everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. 
and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com slash 90210. Okay, we're back and here she is, the one and only Jennifer Runyon who played Christine. Well, hello, guys. Hi. Hi. I'm sorry I made you wait. I'm still kind of new to this Zoom stuff. I should be a pro by now after COVID, but here I am. Well, your Zoom (laughs) studio looks great. I love your tapestry that you have up behind you. Thank you. I'm in my actual, my yoga studio in my house. So I built this during COVID because I like, I have to keep myself going. So you live in, um, Idaho. I do. I do. I live in Idaho Mm -hmm. up in, on a Mesa. It's really beautiful and peaceful up here. You lucky, lucky lady. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I did actually. So when, when, during COVID, when did you decide to move out of LA and well, we lived here originally many years ago when my my daughter was born here and my husband worked on, he had two careers. He was a first AD. Actually, he worked on 90210 as the second. Really? And isn't that funny? It's a small world. Yeah. His name is Todd Corman. I don't know if you guys remember Todd, but I think he did your double up episodes um, after I'd done okay. my episode with you guys. Um, did you guys meet on a show or a movie? We did. We met in the Caribbean on a movie of the week I did with Cliff Robertson and Loretta Swit. And uh, that we've been together 35 years now. Wow. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. Good but he you. had two careers. Yeah. So he was also a basketball coach. So when I was pregnant with my son and had my son, we kind of thought, well, we we don't want to raise our kids in California. And so we moved to Idaho and he got a job coaching up here. And we stayed here for about six years and then lived in Oregon for six years while he coached there. And then we came back to LA for a while because our parents were, you know, getting older and we always knew we'd come back. So here we are. Wow. What a nice life you must be living out there in Idaho. It's really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> How old are your kids now? Uh, my son, Wyatt, is going to be 28 in about a week. And my daughter, Bailey, she's 25. And they're just delicious and wonderful. <laughs> I'm just so blessed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're such a young mom like Jen. Like, people always think you're the sister. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Well, like, I, I just to turned 61. I mean, I'm getting up there, but I feel great. You know, I feel like I'm still in my twenties. Isn't that you funny? You look so young and You're I think gorgeous. I, I can say that because you just told us your age and it's like, oh, holy moly. I'm proud of it actually. Right. I mean, it's better than the alternative. And you don't look listen, any different. Oh, thank you. No. It's thank like you. That is so nice. Thank you. So Are when you, you, you played Christine, okay. So you, how did you come to get the role of Christine on, on Beverly Hills 90210? Well, I, I, I got the audition. I got a call and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go on this audition because my brother, I have a little brother. I'm like, he will freak out. <laughs> and I got it. 
And of course I was the coolest girl in my brother's little circle. And, um, and I just had a great time. So that I, it was very fast. I mean, I went in, got it and I started in about three or four days and it was really fun. You guys are cool. It was a fun set. You were you though. Like, I can't believe you auditioned for it. I thought for sure they offered you this. You know, I, 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 <laughs> it keeps we're you grateful humble. you got it but it keeps you I know too when you're working a lot and you're still auditioning for things it's like you know all right it's a reminder that it's like it never <laughs> yeah. that you're never all that no that's like it's so crazy you can be in something <laughs> right. so ginormous and then you're like, oh, I'm back to auditioning. You're like, okay, here right. we go. Here we go. You had so many memorable roles. I, I don't know in, in what succession, but this this role came. But I know I was telling the ladies that um, I was watching the episode and my husband walked in the room and he said, oh, I used to have the biggest crush on her. And <laughs> he said, what, what, from the show? He goes, no, no, not from the show. I don't think he even watched our show. But he said he loved you in Ghostbusters. That was the like one Aww. for him. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, tell him thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that's an icon. Can we talk about Ghostbusters for a second? Yes. Of course. <laughs> yes. Um, Ghostbusters is awesome. So that was like, I mean, that's so memorable. I love that that is like, that is a, sh- a movie that never fades. Like I just mm-hmm. showed it to my four-year-old now and he loved it. And mm-hmm. like all my kids have seen it. It was my favorite when I was young. Uh, that's just a movie that like, oh my gosh, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And, and, you know, I, I did that. I auditioned for that as well. <laughs> and it was just a small little part and I didn't think I had it because months and months and months went by. Really? And finally I, they said, you're it. And went to New York and did that. And I, I, I had no idea that it was going to end up being, you know, the movie that it was and, and what a pleasant surprise. I mean, it was my first big, huge movie. I think my only one, but that's okay. It's a good one. That movie's um, yeah, iconic. And your scene is iconic. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, was, yes, fun. Was that a lot of improv from Bill Murray or was that scripted? We, a little bit, you know, he kind of kept true to the script, but he would add some things, which was really fun to, you know, improv with somebody. And my, my partner in the, the movie, Stephen, just wonderful. I mean, he just, when he spits out that gum, it's to me in that scene, it's just one of my, the, my favorite moments when he gets electrocuted. Best it's so funny. Ever. Yeah. But, you know, here, here I do this and, and, you know, now all these years later, I, I, I kind of semi-retired to raise my kids and I moved to Idaho and, and I'm gone and, and come back to California. Now we have the internet <laughs> and, now I have a daughter who wants to be on Facebook, which I have no idea what this stuff is. So um, she went to an acting camp and met all these kids from all over the world that came into this into California for this camp. And her reasoning was, I'll never see these people again. How can I not? Facebook, I can communicate. So I got on Facebook to monitor her. And the next thing I know, I'm finding out this movie is like a cult movie. I mean... I had no idea. I was so clueless. And now I've traveled all over the world for Ghostbusters, um, doing appearances with Ernie. And it's just been amazing. I mean, I had no idea, you know, so it was pleasantly surprised. That's gorgeous that you had that such a perfect little experience and it turned out to last a lifetime. It was really fun. Kind of like it for was us. fun. <laughs> we had yes. such a great, yes. yeah. 
Well, and you know, I, 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 I did not have the opportunity to, to work with you guys on your show, but, um, right. I, I got to say hello to you guys passing in the hallways and, <laughs> but I wish I could have gotten to know you better, but I, know. Yeah, I had a fun time on your show. Ian was great. Yeah. You guys had it great chemistry. We, we were talking about that too, about how you were the per you appeared as the perfect girl for him and you had great <sighs> chemistry when you read the role of Christine, were you yeah. like, Oh, this is not such a great girl. I don't know if I want to do this or how did you feel about yeah, the character? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, I've always played, you know, the girl next door, you know, mm -hmm. on Charles in charge, I was Scott's girlfriend mm -hmm. and Miss little preppy girl, whatever. So to play something, you know, um, kind of mean, I thought this is fun. I love it. And I did not realize how hated I would be. <laughs> I would get stopped. You want that girl on 90210 that, really? you know, hurt Steve. Oh yeah. <sighs> it was weird. But I, I, of course, was a hero in my brother's little circle, like I told you before. But it's still funny today, even today, every once in a while, somebody will go, oh, my God, you were on 90210 and wow. I hated you. <laughs> I thought I liked you and I hated you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, such a, it was just a so one episode, but you really did have an mm -hmm. impact. Your, your character was very memorable. Ooh, I bet. Yeah, she was kind of bitchy, man. Well, <laughs> listen, you know. You expect something more than a turquoise bracelet. What are you going to do? What's a girl supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you weren't having the turquoise and silver combo. You were looking oh for the sparkles. Gosh. Yeah. I wanted the sparkles. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I know. If she had really been smart, she could have played along. And then she probably would have ended up, ended up getting the diamonds. But, but she had different a different agenda. Yeah, she on was her on a mind. quicker. What can yeah. I say? Yeah. For sure. It's too bad her character turned out to be that way because you and I had really great chemistry. You would have been great on the show. I mean, we would have loved to have had you there for a oh, while. Oh, well, that would have been episode, so but. fun. How iconic would that be to be on your show? You And I was, I was always so fascinated by you guys because, you know, I think I was on the second season and, you know, you guys just exploded. I mean, everybody knew who you guys were. I mean, it was all over the place. And I just always wondered what that must've been like, you know, at your ages, you know, to just all the, it was like instant fame. It was a lot. Kind of. I'm sure, I'm sure you had been in the business a long time, but you know, it's so crazy how your life can just change. Yeah. And weird to not even really notice it because you're in it. So you don't, yeah. Think yeah. About it so or, you're not even aware yeah. of what this is really meaning yet, mm -hmm. you know, or how it's going to mm -hmm. impact the rest of your life, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Uh -huh. Exactly. It's, it's amazing. So funny. We still like we then and now when we look back at it, we're like, oh, it's mostly the guys. Like we still carry that, that like, oh, the guys had all this fame. Sorry, my mm -hmm. dog's barking. Mm -hmm. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, don't you think, Jen, like we still kind of be like, oh, we don't know. Like it was it was really like a lot for the guys. Like, yeah, I think that you and I are just sorry. I don't know. I, I don't think of myself like that. Like, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I was on an iconic show. I don't like stop to ever really Same. put any mm -hmm. merit into that, you know, because I'm just living my life. Right. And we both have so many kids and like you, like that they're our focus. And thank goodness, because mm -hmm. I think that having children really keeps 
you grounded. Mm-hmm. It keeps your feet on the ground and, and your priorities in order yeah. as a mom. I think that, you know, that's very helpful. Yeah, it sure does. You it have sure two does. beautiful kids, right? Oh, I do. They're just so amazing. I love them dearly. They're, they've been my joy. And, you know, I left the business mm-hmm. for many years just to make sure that I took care of, you know, my parents were uh, in the radio business. And so they worked all the time and I always had nannies and, um, I just knew I wanted to make sure I was there for all the firsts. And I didn't want somebody else telling me that my kid said their first word or their first steps. And that was just important to me. And I was fortunate enough that I could, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was just, it's been so fulfilling and so wonderful. And, you know, I miss, I, I missed the creativity, but I tried to do that with the kids and I would work at their schools and put on productions at their schools that they lived at, you know, they, they uh, went to and wherever we lived. And, you know, I tried to keep my toe in creativity, creativity in some way, you know? Mm -hmm. So, well, can we pull you back in? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've done a couple of things, you know, a couple of friends have done some independence and and I've done a couple little things, but you know, I say never say never. And if it happens and somebody wants me for something and it's okay with me, I'm, I'm up for it for sure. So did your daughter become an actress? Yeah. Yeah. Actually Bailey, her name is Bailey Corman and uh, Bailey's done. She's done a bunch of work. She she's worked on a lot of episodic. She's done a couple movies and you know, she's, she's got her toe in there and working hard and you know, my husband and I kind of are under the, our philosophy is she really needs to do it herself because, mm-hmm. um, I just think you need, you just need to have that experience and it's not easy. You know, even if you do know people, it's still not easy yeah. anymore. It, it was different. Do you guys think it was different back when we were working back in that era in the eighties? It was so different. It's it's not the same anymore. No, I mean back then it was more based on your your skills and your ability and like your mm-hmm. your craft. What you you know now yeah. it's just, yeah. there's so much more. It's so much easier to be famous or to be yeah. successful. There's so many platforms and so many mm-hmm. you know, and also mm-hmm. that it, that can be intimidating and and even scarier for young people that are trying to get into the business because there is just it seems like it's so saturated, you know, where do I fit mm-hmm. in? How am mm-hmm. I going to find my lane? But that's great. So yeah. she, is she out in LA or is she in New York? Is she- yeah, she's in LA. And so is my son. He's down, well, he's oh. down in um, Orange. So <sighs> yes, but that, it's so funny, you know, they're older now. And when I lived down in California, we just moved here a year ago, actually. Um, and we lived down in San Juan Capistrano, down by Laguna. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see my kids more now that I've lived here than I did when I lived in California. No, they're up here all the time. They love coming up and, you know, visiting the house and, and visiting mom and dad and which is wonderful. And I have five acres. So they bring the dogs and it's just crazy good. Well, that sounds amazing. That sounds like a dream life. I love it. Yeah. Can we bring our kids and our dogs? Yes. (laughs) Five acres. And we can do yoga. (laughs) We have we have a, a couple of nine, other nine or two and related questions we want to ask you. Okay, first sure, of all, of the wardrobe. Now, Tori always asks about: Did you have to bring your own wardrobe, or did they provide everything for you? 
I was in heaven. They had everything. I loved what they put me in. I don't, I didn't like my outfit in the last scene at the jewelry store. Mm. I thought I looked weird, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I loved everything else. I just, I had so, oh my God, they had me in this white dress and jean jacket with cowboy. I'm like, Oh my God. You were the rocky so nineties perfection. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The hair, the loved everything. The That's interesting though, because that must be a second season thing. There's a bigger yeah. budget or something because anybody yeah. that we spoke to before, they said <gasps> in the first Thank season, you. they had to bring their own clothes. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. No, they had everything for me and I got to try in all different kinds. I had so much fun. That was great. You had great wardrobe people. Well, we are Thank so you. glad you were on our show. Well, thank you. You guys, I loved hanging out with you guys. It was so great. <laughs> Can we do a rapid fire game with you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is okay. It, this is where it gets weird. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets weird. So they make me do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do I do? Your fate. You just answer as quickly as possible. Okay. Your favorite oh. character on Unto and O. Dylan. Good. One. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually brings me to Team Dylan or Team Brandon. Are you going to go Dylan? Oh, I'm assuming? oh, oh yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But, oh, that was hard. <laughs> Do you have a favorite memory from your episode? Yes. Tori, in the hallway, you, you found me and you said, I just want to tell you how much I loved you on Charles in Charge. And I'm <sighs> so happy you're here. And you have no idea how much that touched me because whenever you're on a new show, you know, even as a guest, you don't know what you're going to get. You're either going to have this great experience or you're going to be, you know, no one will talk to you. So that just broke an ice that first day. And it just meant the world to me. Favorite moment. Oh, nice. I did love you on Charles and Charge so much. I wanted <laughs> to be you so bad. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. So nice. It sounds like you haven't changed at all, Tori. Like you are the exact same person as you were then <laughs> as you are now. Like you'd say the same things too. <laughs> Funny. Okay. This one's a little bit difficult. You have to um, decide who you're going to kiss, who you're going to marry, and who you're going to kick to the curb out of all of the characters on 90210. Oh, for, not, so not the real, real life actors. Not no, the, just the characters. The characters. Who would you kiss? Okay. Who would you marry? And then who would you say bye-bye to and kick to the curb? Guys and girls? Sure. Mm. Whatever floats your boat. Okay. I'm going to marry Dylan. I'm going to kiss Brandon. I'm going to kick Ian to the curb for that turquoise bracelet. (laughs) In all fairness, that was Steve. I'm sorry. I can't forgive that. Yeah. Steve. (laughs) Steve. She's kicking (laughs) Steve to the curb. (laughs) 30 years later, she's still mad about it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) moving on Jen move on well you're awesome thank you so much for joining us today we love talking to you and seeing you again after all these years well thank you for having me you guys it was so fun I appreciate you asking go do some yoga for us yeah namaste (laughs) bye Bye, guys love you Bye. bye Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new climax control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Okay, so we're back. Let's talk fashion. Let's talk best lines from the show. What did you guys think okay. about fashion? The fashion was okay. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, like my favorite fashion, it's usually a girl's outfit. It was Steve's outfit, the cars <laughs> on his blouse, his man blouse. I like how gussied up he got for his date with Christine <laughs> to go to CREM. He was really <laughs> looking fly. REM. There was a lot of REM music in this episode, right? There were several we, times when we had R.E.M. on. We it's, always had a lot of R.E.M. I mean, they were like huge in the 90s, but mm-hmm. I feel like it was recurring. I wonder what the deal was that they were we were able to because it's not cheap to get real music at the time that's out there. But you guys are getting big time. We're, yeah, we're getting big time. <laughs> 
I really loved uh, how I thought that Andrea looked adorable in her little polka dot dress. I felt like she, I, I could tell that Gabrielle felt cute in that outfit and confident. I could just feel her confidence. And I felt like it was probably that little outfit that was helping. But I have to admit, I wanted all of Grandma Rose's moo-moos. I want them in my closet now. <laughs> Don't you? Who doesn't want a moo-moo? Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish oh, I had times that. have changed. <laughs> and you always, you always love Andrea and a good floral. Yep. Polka dot floral. Floral, yeah. I did not care for her white pilgrimy looking shirt. But I don't know if that was just like the style in the 90s. Like it's come up a few times between like her or maybe Brenda wears them too. Yeah. What about this line from the episode? I have mine. It's from Steve. And he says, it's not like Christine lives in the valley. (laughs) What's so wrong with the valley? No offense, Andrea. Yeah. They always do that with the... (laughs) You're so much better than everybody if you live in, if you live over the hill. But is that a hill. thing? I think Beverly Hills people, to I guess classify <laughs> them as that. Beverly Hills people. Or anybody people. like that lives over the hill, West Side, Santa Monica, Brentwood. They they have this thing still to this day about the valley. I wonder if other cities 100%. have the same comparison. Like you know, that mm, I'm sure mm. that if you live in a certain neighborhood, you're not as geographically desirable or something. But in LA, mm-hmm. there's like this mountain ridge that sort of separates yep. two different worlds. One is the city mm-hmm. side and one is the valley side. And it, and there's been movies made about this, about like yeah. a valley girl for one. Remember that movie with uh-huh. Nicolas Cage? Love that yeah. movie. Me too. Uh, but yeah, it's such a stereotypically bad place to live the valley (laughs) except do you feel like it's changed like I like I was born and raised in LA and it definitely was a thing like in my teens like you were either west side or the valley um but now like everyone like we've all lived in the valley we're all in the valley live in the valley (laughs) I I don't know if it's considered valley where you live anymore but she's lived in the valley for Mm -hmm. a long time like Mm -hmm. we're valley girls yeah. But for me, that first move to the Valley since I was born in L.A., like, it felt hard. I was like, okay, I'm going to the Valley now. But now I could never go back to the West Side. Like, I love the Valley for kids. And, like, it's just quieter and just it's better. And a lot more it's, bang for your but buck But it's over evolved. Here. It's interesting how what our perspective has changed. I just want to be able to get a good parking spot. <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, I want to have a big parking lot for the Ralphs when I go to the grocery store, you know. So things are better in the Valley if you're... If you're so peak 90210 days, you guys were not in the Valley. You guys were West Side, West Hollywood. Where were you living? I was in on the hill. So I was like in between oh, okay. the Valley mm-hmm. and the, the LA. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, nice. I, you, Sun, like the sunset side? Nope. I was like on oh. Mulholland. Like I was really splitting it down the middle. I didn't want to be okay, okay. classified you're, as you're one or the other. You're creeping your way over, just not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had such a good view, that that first one. Um, I was always on the west side until I didn't move to the valley till after I had kids. And then just got more bang for your buck, more mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. Now the valley's just as expensive as the west side, so it doesn't <laughs> matter <true>. anymore. <laughs> It really is. Okay, Gosh. sorry. And do you have a favorite line? I have a favorite line. I'll go. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite line, I don't know. It just sort of summed up 
the whole point of the whole show. Andrea says, there's more to these kids than spiffy clothes and fancy cars. And I just felt like, you know, that was like the, the backbone of the show. Was yeah, showing right. that these characters, there was more, there's always more to someone than what you, mm. what shows, what what appears. So I thought that was a good line. Very symbolic. I like Grandma Rose's line about the oat brand cookies or whatever. And I don't have the whole <laughs> line written down, but the tag to it was no refined sugar, no taste. Yeah. It's so funny <laughs> like, because that was 30 years ago and uh-huh. it wasn't. That wasn't even a th- really a thing yet, right? Right. Yeah. Well, health food back then, when you when you were buying like granola bars in the nineties, they did not taste good. It's true. But now they've they've figured out ways to make like healthy foods taste so much better. That's so true. She was like, no gluten, no GMO, none this, that, no taste. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You were the first person who actually introduced me to like healthy ish foods. Like I remember, <laughs> no, like she would. What was it? Brago? Brago? Brags. Brags. You introduced me to that and I still use it to this day. I love it. But like back then it was like, I didn't know it. I didn't know that world, like having anything that was substitute, you know, that was like healthy-ish or better for you. And now there's just, there's a whole grocery stores devoted (laughs) to healthy living. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah. You had to really like find it. It was hard to find it in the aisles. It was like buried. Yeah. You wanted something that was good for you. Yeah. Mm, That's so true. (laughs) We have any questions, sis? Uh, Yeah, we do. This one is from Linda. She says, I'm rewatching the show and I noticed nobody has any visible tattoos. Tiffany had a tattoo that was written into the show, but did any of you have tattoos that had to be covered up or did tattoos come after the show ended or... What was the case with tattoos? Did you have any tattoos then? No, I think I got my first tattoo at some point during the show. And it was like, um, I think I might have gotten it with Tiff at some point. Because <laughs> she got like a lotus flower, like right on her, like right below her, her waist, you know, whatever that one's called. I don't know what that one's called. Right on your ovaries, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's uh, a very popular spot. Yeah, she got tattoo. a lotus and I got like um a little flower th- thing. And I know since then she's changed hers and I've changed mine. So it probably would be good advice to not get a tattoo that early in life. To just wait it out a little bit and make sure that's something that you want to get. But and no, I, so did, I didn't have any that were visible. Now I have tattoos that show on camera and it is not fun covering them. It is a pain in the booty. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you not allowed to? Was it in your contract during Antoine O'Day's not getting any visible tattoos or they didn't even think to? I don't think they even thought I got Mm -hmm. one when I was like 19 on my ankle, Ankle. so they had to cover it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I regret that one. (laughs) It's still there, like a little daisy, right? Yeah, it's so like a little rose. It was so basic, you guys. Like (laughs) went with the bad boyfriend uh, to get tattoos and I chickened out and he was like, yeah, I knew I knew you were going to chicken out. Of course, you're not going to do it. You're such a puss. And I was like, (laughs) he said do it. Well, he said pussy, but I didn't know how far it could go on the show. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) So I was like, do it. 
And I like was so overwhelmed picking what I wanted because I was like, I didn't even want to get it that I picked a basic rose. Like, and now I'm like, ugh, I didn't even like roses. I don't even, it should have been a sunflower. Yeah, should have been a sunflower. <laughs> Dainty yeah. something. But the boys didn't have tattoos. Like, Brian has a lot of tattoos, like, now. He didn't then, though, right? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's where I think this question is kind of going towards, too, because, like, yeah, they didn't have any arm tattoos, mm-hmm. nothing on their chest. Right. And no? when we did BH9 at 2.0, it was a conscious decision to just let the characters have their tattoos because they were playing kind right. of themselves. So, it, yes. yeah, we all let our, ta- our tattoo flags fly. <laughs> mm. Um, one more question from Aaron, but I'm hesitant to say it because Uh-oh. it's a major spoiler. Do you have it in front of you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you yeah. want to read it like in your head first and, and decide if I say it or not? I mean, I feel like we can go ahead and... I don't want to upset people that are watching for the first time, but... Do do we hear that often in, in our emails and, and comments that we're ruining? The... Not often. Okay, good. No, We've, but we have in the past. Don't I'm they get mad when they're spoilers? I thought they do. I guess if now that we've teased it so much, so if you really don't want to have it spoiled, then don't listen. That's right. But still give us five stars if you choose not to listen yeah. to this end question. please everybody all the time. There's people that like my voice, hate my voice. There's people that want to listen to you that don't want to listen to you. There's yeah. people that like Sissini. There's people that don't want her there. Like I stopped Who looking at like the comments. Sissini? It's all over the page. Mm. It's all over the place. Yeah. All right. This is from Erin. Okay. She says, this one is for Jenny. You and Jason Priestley had such an amazing chemistry on the show. And Brandon and Kelly were such a great couple. Do you think had Jason Priestley stayed until the end of the show, would Brandon and Kelly have been endgame? First of all, I don't know what that means. Would they have been endgame? <laughs> Can you please explain that? I think like she means ended like, up together. Okay. And ended finale. Up together. This must be a new term up with the kids I'm not familiar with. Um, <laughs> yes, I think they would okay, have been. Grandma. <laughs> grandma, Mima over here thinks that uh, <laughs> Brandon and Kelly probably would have been endgame. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I think so. I think they were just a good couple. At the, by the they end of the series, such a good influence on Kelly. I have a question. Mm-hmm. On that note, let's pretend season 10, the last episode, all the original characters came back. Do you think Dylan and Brenda should have ended up together then and Brandon and Kelly? <sighs> I do. I think that would have been a great way to sort of leave everybody with back with the people that mm-hmm. they kind of started with. But who would be with Steve? Who would, yeah, I guess Steve and Andre would have to just find some fire between no. us. <laughs> he already was married with a baby. So. Yeah, Steve had a baby oh, and a family. Oh. Wait, can I bring up one more thing from the show? This is going back. The end scene when we're all there celebrating at the Peach Pit. Do you notice that I'm like not in it? What do you mean you're okay. not in it? I, okay. Oh, this episode? In this episode. Very unseen. We're eating yeah, the, the cake. Thing. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. The cake. We're all there. I don't feel like this was like, oh, squeeze in tighter because we can't get the shot. Because there was pretty a pretty big it was room wide. on both sides. Yeah. I'm sitting there like this, you guys. And I'm behind. I'm leaning back. And Shannon is just like half in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, they probably told us all, all to squish together, which they always did. Like, get it, get all squished in the in the uh, booth there, for sure. But that to me, it was um, 
it reminded me of back then when I literally was like, would didn't have the balls to ever like do anything or say anything. So they probably did that. And instead of being like, okay, well, I deserve to be here. I was like, oh, it's okay, Shannon. Like you just be right in front of me and I'll just switch back here. <laughs> That's called I upstaging. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Masterfully upstaged there. <laughs> I didn't notice, but I, it makes Dang. sense that you would notice. She loves saying that. And if you know, you know. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody. But this she wasn't eating in that scene, so it's been a really good episode. I feel like we had a good one this week, but we're off to yeah. next week's episode, which is Halloween. Mm, season two, episode thirteen. This is gonna get good. Like iconic. Yeah. We're gonna have so much fashion to talk about. It's gonna I love blow it when your the, mind. When they the, they dress us up. <laughs> Yeah. So that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Love see you. you. Mwah. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. 
Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT.